When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're going to talk about are you too young to start trading? We're also going to talk about how to get over that procrastination hump if you're someone that just keeps pushing your goals back. Kill here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. Appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me all of these years. And today's podcast, I want to talk about um, really about, uh, I guess, uh, urgency and patience at the same time, if that makes sense. We're going to talk about, I guess, pursuing trading in this case, but pursuing anything that you value in life from two perspectives. One, when you're very young and you feel like you have a lot of time Um, and two when you're a little bit older and you feel like time is running out and the idea from this podcast once again came from one of you guys one of you viewers out there that support the show each and every week as i pump out three episodes thank you and if you haven't done so already make sure you leave me a rating and a review on your favorite podcasting app but the question came from Instagram. It says, hey, Akil, started researching trading when I when I turned 17 and I am now soon turning 18. I've consistently read about trading and listened to your podcast almost every day. I have around uh, $800 US in my account. The majority of people I tell about this say that I should wait until I'm older, maybe more mature and have more money to trade. So, My question to you is if I should wait until I'm older and have more money to trade with or if I should dive into the real trading world right now. Thank you. And this is going to be a complicated answer. But first, I want to start off by kind of following up on a podcast that I did um, previous to this one where we talked about putting yourself inside a box. If you remember, I did a podcast. I talked about um, a YouTube video I heard from a good friend of mine, Angela Myers, who said, why do we need to, you know, what does age actually mean, right? The only thing that age actually means is uh, so for other people can put us in a box on what we have, you know, what we're supposed to have or what we should have done, right? If you're 30 years old, it means this. If you're 50 years old, you should act like this. And, and really, that's irrelevant. Um, and I think it is the same for trading now um, or, or any any type of business. Again, this is the Trading Coach podcast, so it's going to end up being a trading example. But this is going to go out for just entrepreneurship in general. And in trading specifically and in many things in specifically here in the U.S., you need to be 18 years old to do it. So there is kind of a, there is a age restriction. You can't be a 12 year old and, and open up an account on your own and trade live money. Um, I did a, a presentation uh, about a month or so ago. It was a uh, like a it was Money Week in in New York in the, um, their middle school system, and I presented to um, I, I taught a bunch of middle schoolers how to you know what investing is, how to trade the stock market, and they did a week's competition. Many of them outperformed me that week, which is a little bit embarrassing. Um, not that I was competing, but they out 
outperformed kind of what I would usually make in the market. Um, and some of them were asking questions like, hey, uh, can I get started right away? And we talked about, well, you got to wait till you're 18, but you can have joint accounts and stuff like that. But aside from the legalities, right? Is there such thing as being too young to trade? Like what does what does waiting until you're older, what does waiting until you're more mature mean, right? Like I work with traders from all around the world. And I can tell you this, I've worked with some 17-year-olds, right, who are much more mature than the 50-year-olds that I see in the market, you know, wasting money recklessly, right? So I don't think you need to wait until you're a certain age to trade, but you do need to make sure that you've gone through the right steps. And I think that is more important. And the steps are first and foremost, learning how to trade the right way. This is not just watching YouTube videos. This is not just, I love my podcast, but you're not gonna learn how to trade from my podcast or learn enough that you can start putting live money in the market from my podcast. Reading books are great. I have so many books that I can recommend, but reading books isn't enough, right? You need to invest the right amount of time taking the right steps and, of course, um, investing the right amount of effort into doing things the right way before you should put any live money at risk. And, and that's a process. That is a, a process that in many cases um, is going to take at least between one and two years. In many cases, it's going to take even more than that. So the age doesn't matter, right? You don't have to be, again, legalities aside, you don't have to be a certain age to be quote unquote mature enough to trade, you just need to go through the right steps, whether you're 18, whether you're 25, whether you're 35, whether you're 55, you need to go through the right steps and make sure you're 100% prepared before you ever invest any live money. And that's the cool thing about trading. There is no reason to recklessly waste money in the market um, prematurely. That doesn't mean lose trades is gonna happen, but there's no need to, to get started with like a gambler's mindset, blow everything and kind of go back to the drawing board like um, yours truly might have done. So as a younger trader, I, I think it's important to be patient. And I know that and the the younger generation has a, you know, it's, it's harder for the younger generation to be patient. We are in this instant gratification type of world, right? I, I think I'm very fortunate to be, I'm, I'm 36, 5, 35 at the time of recording this. And, you know, the internet wasn't readily available until I was, what, in, in, basically going to college. I guess it was out while I was in high school, but we didn't really have it. I'm not from the, the, the wealthiest kind of, of place. So we, we had computers, but we didn't really have a lot of internet and stuff like that. So um, for the majority, not the majority of my life, I guess for, for a good chunk of my life, I guess still, yeah, about half of my life, I guess, I had no internet. Um, so I'm used to doing things the hard way. I'm used to, if you have a question or you have to go to a library and, and find the book and, and, and scroll through the stuff and, and find the answer. I'm used to going through the hard way. Um, I also understand the benefits of instant gratification, the power of a Google search. But if you're an 18 year old trader, right? You've had the internet, right? You've had this supercomputer in your hand essentially your entire life. There's no reason, um, every, everything you want is there right away. An answer to a question, boom, there right away. If you wanna order food, put it, put it on an app and just drive by and pick it up, boom, it's right, right away. Amazon, two day delivery crazy, right? I used to wait like 14 days to get things. I'm having old person moments right now, right? But they get it right away. And that transfers over into our business perspective as well, right? It, it is very difficult to build a successful business. Trading is a business. If you guys follow the YouTube channel, I did a YouTube video. Um, 
Um, I think, uh, well, I don't, I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but I think it's called From $200 to Financial Independence. I think that's the title of it. If not, just watch all of them. Um, but it talks about the percentages of businesses that fail in their first year, their first two years, their first five years, and the majority of them do. Trading is your business. It is the very same way, right? You can't expect to be successful right away. There is a learning curve. There is not just the learning curve of preparing yourself, but there's a learning curve of getting live experience as well. So when you're younger and you want to get started, realize that, hey, it is okay to take my time, that it is okay to learn the right way while I can continue to save money um, instead of rushing into it and lose money, right? Because if you rush into it, if you lose money, by the time you know what you're doing, you're not going to have any money to do it with. Now, as far as the, the second part of the comment that said, hey, you should wait until you have more money. No. What benefit comes from waiting until you have more money, right? If I have, I think he said he has $800 right now. Is, it, is, is there any benefit in not trading? Let, let's say he, he's ready to go. He, he's gone through the, the, everything the right way. He's ready to trade live. He's prepared himself. Is there any reason to wait for three more years and save up more money before trading live? No, right? It doesn't matter how much money you have, right? Because trading is a tool where you can grow it, right? And you're going to grow it faster in trading than you are anything else, right? If you have this $800, and again, you're prepared, we're, we're working under that mindset, and you're just letting it sit there, well, what's going to grow it faster? Trading with a very small account, account, trading micro pips in the market and having a good return on investment? or just letting it sit in your couch cushion or putting it in a savings account, right? Right? You may not make much from trading a live account with $800, right? You're not going to make a lot at all. But you're going to make more than the alternative, which is going to be nothing. So you should be trading with live money right away because not only are you going to be able to grow that money, but you're going to earn that experience. It's a completely different experience to trade with live money than fake money. It's, it's mentally, there are some obstacles there, right? So, and, and, and the way we teach it here at Tier 1 Trading is we're not, we're not looking at a monetary outcome. We're looking at a percentage-based outcome. So if you can make 40% a year with your $800 account, right, you have all you have to do is do the same thing with more money to make 40% a year off of a $5,000 account, $10,000 account, $20,000 account. So it's important that you gain confidence in your ability to trade live. It's important that you understand your system, you understand your drawdowns, you understand your money management strategy. Basically, you're going to get a really good practice while making money. And it's going to set you up for much more success later on when you have more money. And that's not even to get into the, the, the business aspects of it, about you can start a business, you can um, work for a prop firm, you can do all types of stuff with it that we talked about many times here in the Trading Coach podcast. So are you too young to trade? No. Should you wait for more money? No. Right. That's the answer that I gave to this trader. Now, on the other side, right, let's we talked about the younger trader and being patient and, and going through the right steps, right? The older trader, it's a little bit different, right? The older trader, there's a little bit more urgency there. And, and maybe instead of the, the need to rush because of instant gratification, there's that need to rush because you know, you're at a point in your life, maybe a midlife crisis or something like that, where you realize you're not happy and something needs to change. And you still need to take the right steps. But what's harder at that point in your life, right? I started trading um, when I was, what was I? 20 years old, right? 
Um, 20 years old, fresh out of college, no responsibilities, uh, plenty of time to figure life out. And one of the things that got me into, that got me to pull the trigger and really go for it is my dad was like, what do you have to lose? And I was like, well, you know what? Uh, Like I didn't have a job. I didn't have a family. I was like, I don't really have anything to lose, right? I'm unemployed right now. Or I was working some, some odd jobs and no, no, I wasn't on like a career path or anything like that. I said, okay, I guess I don't have anything to lose. And he said, if you look, if you try it out and you give it your all and you fail, right? Are you going to be in a worse position than you are right now before you start it? My answer was no. And that gave me the kind of the, the motivation to go for it. It's a different story for you guys that are a little bit older where you're in a career, you've been doing something for a while, you, maybe you have a family, you have a mortgage, you have car notes, you have responsibilities. All of a sudden, failure means something else. Failure, you can't just brush off failure. It, now it's like, hey, I'm putting myself, I'm putting my family at risk. Um, so it's a different type of fear. And a lot of times that fear causes procrastination. Right. It calls you to, to not do it. You get to think about I'll do it this. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next year. And before you know it, time is too late. And what we need to do is we need to shift that fear into a positive. Right. I had a, a really good interview with Michael Lamont and his wife the other day. Um, and I was telling them some stories that they never heard before about how I quit three jobs to focus on trading because that's what I felt I needed to do to actually motivate myself to follow through. I was procrastinating. Right. I was Working three jobs, I was making thirty thousand a year, which was, you know, at the time I was like twenty-one years old, something like that. Um, was more than I ever seen. I was quite comfortable. I had zero responsibilities, so I was like, ah, you know, I was kind of dipping my toe in the trading thing, but not taking it real seriously because I was comfortable in life. And I didn't make the change until I started. So things started getting uh, more serious with my girlfriend at the time, and I started thinking about the future. I started thinking about marriage and how much weddings cost and kids and 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 wanting to live. Uh, I'm kind of old school. I'm still the type where it's like, hey, the. I mean, I, I believe everyone should work, equal rights, equal pay, all that fun stuff. But you know, kind of old school is like, hey. I'm the man of the house. Like if worse comes to worse, I need to be able to provide. That's my responsibility. If I got to go out and get like a, a midnight job to pay the bills, then that's on me. Like my, my wife needs to be worried about other stuff, especially with the kids and stuff like that. Again, not not in like an old, old school way, like women should be home working, but kind of like, you know, I have a responsibility to make sure things don't fail. And that's I think that's more of a leadership role in general from sports, where even as a team captain, it's like, hey, if we win, um, if we lose, it's on me. Um, So I've got to figure out how to get my team in the best position to win. Um, But there was that urgency that thirty thousand dollars and working like 15 hours a day wasn't going to cut it from a financial standpoint and from just a a spending time with the family standpoint. And that scared the hell out of me. and we were talking about this story and, um, you know, Anthony or not Anthony, Michael and his wife had talked about a recent Tony Robbins event where they went to where they talked about manufacturing fear. Right. I, I think. Well, not I think I do think this, but it, it's proven fear is a much greater motivator than pleasure. Right. We're typically motivated by two things. Right. Pleasure or pain. Right. Pain is more motivating than pleasure. So and, and fear can be associated with pain apologize in the background my kids got virtual school so if you hear screaming and whatnot um that's it um but i told him i told them that i needed to put myself in that position of fear to succeed and we had a good conversation about manufacturing fear and some techniques that tony robbins gave them on how to put yourself in a fearful situation and one of it was thinking about the future in your worst case scenario and and how that should scare you enough to get something done but 
the problem is we don't typically think about the future, right? Not a lot of people think about five years down the road. They think about tomorrow. So when it's like, hey, I'm scared of where my life's gonna be five years down the road, they think that today, this moment, this second is insignificant. Well, what I'm doing right now doesn't affect it. Um, and you think that until, you know, before you know it, you're five years down the road and nothing has changed in your life. And people typically don't figure it out until it's too late. So something to help with this is being visual, right? Jason Greystone does this at the start of every year. He prints out a massive calendar on his wall and the calendar consists of every single day throughout the year. And I think, uh, uh, and, uh, I guess a, a digital version is okay, but I think I always like physical, right? I like I, I would get a big physical calendar because it, it hits different when you can actually cross something off, right? So I would do that. I would print out a big physical calendar. It could be of the year, it could be of five years, it could be of when you specifically want to hit your goal. But each day that goes by, cross it off, fill it in. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow you to see how fast time actually goes. And before you know it, you're going to look up and you're going to be like, crap, man, like the year's almost over. I'm, I'm halfway to my deadline already. Right. Um, I'm recording this right now in, in April and it seems like the year just started and we're through a quarter of the year. Right. We're almost at 30 percent of the year is done already. It's it's ridiculous. And sometimes that visual fear of getting closer, getting to that deadline, like, you know, back in the academic days where a project is done on Friday and you get it on Monday and then you wait and you, and you and before you know, it's like Thursday night and you're like, shoot, I got to do this. Um, that fear, that pain of, of realizing that time is almost up can be the motivating factor that you need to really buckle down and get stuff done. Hey guys, thank you as always for checking out the Trading Coach Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please leave me a rating and a review before you leave. And also make sure you check out the content we have available over at www.tier1trading.com if you're interested in becoming a consistently profitable trader.